What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Cap Podcast, where we tackle the issues surrounding the greatest country ever established. 242 years running, and you're fortunate enough to be alive at this very moment. I am one of your hosts, Politically Incorrect, Josh Gronin, and sitting next to me is New England's very own Tyler Rivers. How are we doing today? What's going on? Not much. Not much. It's Tuesday. What are we talking about on this Tuesday? What are we talking about on this Tuesday? We're talking about... The FCC and censorship, or just censorship in general. You done with you FCC? Yeah, you know me. Fuck the FCC. That's all right. All right. All right. All right. So, so let's kick it off. You want to kick us off? Go ahead. Well, what do you got? So what do you? What about the FCC? Really grinds your gears. Censorship in general. Censorship in general. You know, dating back to uh, before TV. You know, they had radio and stuff like that. That's where they got their stories. That's where they got their news and stuff like that. But you couldn't. Yeah, you, know, you couldn't cuss on the radio. What the hell's up sure. with that? If I'm listening to a story, maybe I want to hear fuck in there. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah but you got to make it for all audiences. Well, if you don't want your kids listening to it, don't have them, don't have them near the TV. Don't have them near the radio. This is, what, this is what gets me the most. So we got some facts here about the FCC. We'll get into that in a little bit. But what gets me the most is that they censor it so people who can watch it and can enjoy it can't. So they make the big argument like, oh, what if your children are watching? Well, you know cable companies have the uh, whole parental setup so if you don't want your kids seeing it just block the channel isn't that, isn't that censorship that. though isn't that what they call yeah, but personal that's on a parental cen- level not at a federal government level correct so that's called personal censorship personal censorship do you agree with censorship in any way pertaining to the federal government nope I want to see tits and ass I want to see people dropping the f-bomb I want to see blood and guts on the television I want to see it all that's what you think of when you hear the word of censorship. That, that's that's one thing that comes to my mind immediately, yes. What's more important to you about the government in terms of censorship? I mean, for me personally, I love movies, so it kind of gets me going. But I see where you're coming from. You're going to go with, on like a media standpoint? Well, I'm going to go with censorship in the terms of uh, how information is displayed to the American citizens um, okay. and their First Amendment right. Uh, to say what they want to, but then the federal government restricts that uh, by categorizing things into um, fighting words. Okay. Uh, into um, hate speech. Oh well, hate speech is protected under the First Amendment. That's you can't yep. censor hate speech. Yep. Uh, federal wise, on the federal yep. government level. Yep. Um, what's interesting though is that you can, in some states, uh, depending on what you say. And as long as, uh, I believe it's all 50 states, actually, I I believe it is a federal law, that when you are uh, holding a a speech in a political manner for a political party, you can say whatever you want to, and you're protected under the First Amendment. Maxine Waters... You can say whatever you want. What she was saying on the but that's not that's not a political speech show. That is that is just promoting. Those are what what they call fighting words. Right. I mean, it's just in poor taste because you know she's a uh, member of Congress saying you know she was inciting violence against Trump supporters. Sure. So if you basically exactly so what they what they look at under the the fighting words is if you directly make some sort of statement that would incite violence immediately or close to the conclusion of your speech upon another party or upon someone yep you are inciting fighting words which you would be held liable for that violence that takes place exactly and you would face criminal charges as well as a person that goes out and commits the the, the crime you agree with that i do agree with that okay i agree that if you, if i was a president of the united states and i said for instance let's say everyone in the world named stan 
We want to beat up everyone in the world named Stan. Fuck you, Stan. Yep. So if you see a guy named Stan or if you know a guy named Stan, go beat his ass, right? So nobody wants to do that. Nobody actually wants to go hurt Stan. But the issue is if, if somebody were to go do that, that political party would then be charged with a violent crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would be held responsible. And I agree with that because I, I, I don't agree with making direct insults. Now, in terms of hate speech, if I'm talking to another person on the street, censorship says you can say whatever you want to to another person. Mm-hmm. But you can't say whatever you want to in terms of the federal government, in terms of being a political figure. So if you work for the government, you're, you're censored by your job. You're okay. censored by your lifestyle. Uh, the First Amendment uh, and censorship from the government protects you from the government, not from other people. So you got to be willing to go with, other, with whatever consequences are going to come with whatever right, you're you saying. Right, you roll with the punches on that. Right. Like right, that. and that's a big thing about racism too right now is censorship in the media and censorship on social media. You can't say certain things now. And, and, and well, it's you, you can say it. People are just afraid to say it. I think that you still can say something. Isn't that things. a form of censorship, though? People are afraid to say something because it's so publicized that if you say this, you're going to get... That would be self-censorship. I don't I don't know if I would categorize that the same as a federal level where sure. it would be like illegal to do it. It's just people are just afraid to do it. And I agree. That's, that's even worse, in my opinion, because then it just comes to a point where you just have a bunch of... I hate the term snowflakes, but they're just a bunch of snowflakes. Well, do you know that name-calling is not fighting words or hate speech? A name of something would, what do you would mean, not like be considered call? uh, calling someone stupid. Calling them a name, calling them a name, whether it's a racial slur or okay. calling them a name uh, having to do with their ethnicity. Derog- derogatory statement. Well, that's kind of broad. It's derogatory name calling. If you're if okay. you're if you're saying a name or a um, you're specifying a certain thing to have to do with that one person. Yep. Uh, that is not fighting words. Fighting words incite violence. And what that means is fighting words have to have literally a verb in the word, in the sentence. Mm-hmm. They have to have some kind of actionable take on it. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting, though, because when you hear politicians talk about white people or African-American people or people that are Italian, okay, they refer to them as Americans. You never actually hear people talk about the white population. You never hear people well, talk you about... you hear Democrats talk about that all the time. Well, not about the white population. You hear them talk about the black communities sure. and the African-American communities and the low-income communities. Mm-hmm. That's all they care about nowadays. I think yeah. that it's almost censorship towards everyone else in America. Mm. I think that the it, it literally shows that there's no one else in America but, right now, the minorities. And and that's kind of, to me, that censorship. Yeah, I'll take a little take on that, too. The The whole aspect of self-censorship that you're afraid to say something in the news is just, like, the absolute worst. It's the absolute worst. If you can't accurately say something without offending somebody else, then y- you probably shouldn't be reporting anything anyway. Right. But that's just my two cents. Sure, I like I agree. how you made it a little political, though, because all the, F- all the uh, censorship stuff that I have is for the FCC and stuff like that. Right. But I like where you're going on that one. We're going to come back to that. But I just want to spit off a few facts that I have here anyway. Um, In regards to uh, the FCC, which is a big censorship of um, all media, internet, radio, um, TV, all that. They were founded in 1934 by socialist president 
Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Fight me on it. He was a socialist. 1934. Wow, 1934. even before World War II, huh? Yeah, that was a long time ago. Well, they had the... It's the Federal Communications Commission, and they used it uh, to censor radio. Uh, there were some major amendments to it in the 60s, the 80s. The big one, though, was one signed by uh, rapist Bill Clinton. Not a stretch to say that either. I have the right to say that. Uh, Bill Clinton, rapist. You were in your feels today. I do were not. Were you listening like Bill to the Drake <laughs> album today? You were in your feels, I do feels, not Kiki. like Bill Clinton. Damn. Not a fan. Okay. Um, he's the reason uh, censorship on the internet is a thing. So, you know how people are making, like, all up in arms about uh, net neutrality? Sure. It was a big topic, I believe, earlier last year. It's and still it was going kinda, on a little bit. Some yeah, residual it was back talks. in the news, yep. uh, like, a couple months ago, I yep. think. Uh, and it's essentially uh, making it so there isn't, like, a monopoly around the internet. Right. That's a very basic version of it. It's very dense. Look it up. Uh, you can thank him for that. Although, I used to think net neutrality was a good thing. Um, or a bad thing, depending on how you look at it. But it's actually relatively new. It was signed by Obama. Sure. In like 2014, I think. Sure. So, the internet had been kind of... Since Bill Clinton signed off on regulating the internet censorship for the FCC in... What was it? 96... Uh, it was running pretty smoothly until Obama decided to bring in net neutrality. So getting rid of it really wouldn't make that big a difference anyway. But those are just a couple of facts about it. Pretty interesting stuff. Uh, I have a question about it, it. Go ahead. real quick. So uh, this might kind of vary from what you're talking about with the FCC directly. Uh, but my question would be, do you agree with any censorship on the Internet? No. Now let me let me propose a topic that you're going to agree with me on. Okay. Child pornography. Do you agree that you should censor that? That yeah, that should no, not that should, be that shouldn't even be on the internet to begin with. So isn't that censorship? Yeah. Now let me ask you a question. Why would you censor that? Now give me give me a give me the politically correct terminology behind this. Why would you why would you censor child I mean, pornography? I don't know if this would be the politically correct way of saying it. You just shouldn't have that accessible to anybody anyway but that's a moral reason why legally because it's against the law yes yeah okay it's against the law so it's against the law to have that right mm -hmm. so you can't have it on the internet okay right it's the same thing as public killings you're not supposed to public be executions you're not supposed to show that on a website unless it has a pop-up that sure. says are you 18 years or older to be viewing this website. Now, some websites, if you go on and you look at alcohol, they'll yep. ask you if you're 21 or older. Yep. Um, now, I agree with those because okay. it's, I think it's a due diligence by the company which owns the website. It's a due diligence well, that's, that's by... That's where I was going to go with it. It should just be on the company to do that, not the government to tell you you can't go on this. It should be up to the company well, from a moral to, standpoint to do something like that. Well, to be honest, I mean, I kind of, I would disagree in a way because... I wouldn't want my son going on to, let's say, Facebook and seeing uh, an ISIS fighter beheading a United States citizen. Uh, well, I would push back on that saying that's on you to make sure he doesn't go on there to see it. I don't think that that's Facebook's job, and I don't think that's the government's job. I think that's the parent's job to make sure their child doesn't go on. I don't think anyone should see that, though. I don't think that that should be prop. I don't think anyone should see Put it this either. way. I mean, Put it this way. The more people that see that, the scarier ISIS looks. The more people in that see eyes, that, it yeah. w in most eyes, yeah, that's propaganda for the enemy. 
in my opinion. So yeah. we shouldn't promote propaganda for the enemy. That shouldn't even be allowed to be seen. We should maybe talk about it on the news and say, hey, listen, this video came out. Uh, you know, this person, unfortunately, had passed away. Uh, but here's the issue. We're not going to show you the video because we don't want ISIS and we don't want XYZ country that on we're certain, against. On to a certain level, I agree with you. But here's where I disagree. Something like that is real. It's actually happening. To ignore it is wrong. You need to show people and tell people that this is actually a thing. Now, not all people. Not all people need to see it, especially not kids. But you don't need to show the video. You can show the guy standing behind the unfortunate soul that's going to get its head cut off with the machete in his hand and say, Listen, due, due to respect out of towards the American people, we are going to censor the next clip. Respect to the people... The American people. So when you okay. have the news on, you're going to be everywhere. You you can't walk down a city street without seeing a TV with the news on it. You yeah. can't walk into a coffee shop. You can't walk into a Starbucks. Oh yeah, it's all over the place. Sure. Right. So now on all your of a phones, sudden, it's all it's always with you. Now all of a sudden, you're going to be having people see beheadings on TV. Typically, now yeah, if you I watch mean, the news, they're not going to show you a beheading. They're going to censor it and they're going to say it's too gruesome to show on television, exactly. which I agree with. Yep. Yes, it's real life. People know that that actually happens. But you don't need to actually see it. And I think that's out of respect for people that might have had family members or known somebody that's in the same situation. Uh, it's the same reason why you don't show live camera firefights uh, in Helmand Province in Afghanistan where people yeah. in U.S. where uh, United States soldiers and U.S. Marines are getting shot at. I will still push back on that, saying that some aspects of that, it should still be accessible to show that it should not... It should still be accessible to show people that this is actually a thing. If people are like, oh, you know, this is whatever, you still need to see it to educate yourself, being like, this is an actual thing. It's not for fear purposes, it's for educational purposes. Not that you should want to go out there and see it, but, you know, for any type of maybe training situation or but, something like that. But in, all, but in all senses, it, to me, that stems from child pornography. It's the same dark, evil thing that you should never need to see. Okay. You're not going to learn anything by seeing somebody get their head cut off on the internet. You're not going to learn a single thing. You're not going to change your view on anything, to be honest with you. You might hate somebody a little bit more. Yeah. But that's not going to help you in real life. I like that. I like that take that you have on this. It's very you, interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't agree with um, censorship in the in the sense where if you search for something on Google, which you love so much. I hate Google. Uh, that you should get one-sided um, ser uh, search findings. Um, you know, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with if you try to post a video on YouTube and they censor it due to one political opinion or another um, because they think it's a little bit too left or too right or too communist or too socialist or too capitalist or too dictator. Yep. Yep. Promoting. I don't, I don't know. So I don't I don't agree with with a website censoring that. This is a great segue uh, into something uh, social media censorship. Alex Jones. Do you know Alex Jones? Yes. Uh, Facebook banned him for 30 days. Why? I don't exactly know why. Because to me, he's covered. Whether he whether he wants to spread, you know, crazy crap like the Sandy Hook thing was, uh, was uh, staged. Obviously it wasn't. But if he wants to say that, he can say that. Whatever. But now he's here's the thing. His, you, he's got his beliefs, though, and he's got his... Opinions. I don't think you should stop him from spreading his views. And but his you opinions. were all just for a website being able to do what they wanted to do with censorship. 
So unfortunately, you're on somebody else's platform. For, okay, so like for the for the company itself. Right. So Facebook okay. is a company, and, yep. and they own a social media um, platform. Mm-hmm. They, in my opinion, in terms of censorship, then what you're saying is you think that it's wrong that they kicked him off. That they banned him for 30 days. Yes, I think that that was wrong. But now let me play devil's advocate. Okay. It's a company, and they should be able to do what they want to do. They should be able sure. to kick off. You're, you're the volu- um, not volunteer. You are the uh, user of their platform, Yep. and they should be able to control who uses their platform and who doesn't. This is where it gets dangerous, though. They can control what you see politically to influence you, and this is the whole thing with Alex Jones, right? They're going to ban him so maybe some people don't get the other side of the spectrum, the right side of the spectrum, the the Republican side of the spectrum, right? Not that Alex Jones is a great source for uh, getting any news or factual news. I like Alex Jones, but some of the stuff he says is a little, again, out there. Out there. You know? But I don't think you should ban him in the sense that, why, why, where are the uh, bans on any crazy Democrats? You know, like Maxine Waters. She's a crazy lady. Yeah. She shouldn't have a platform to be spreading hate on. Yeah, well, that's kind of like the... This is all new. I mean, just a brief reminder to everybody. In the last 20 years, this is all new. The last 10 years, man. The last five years. Yeah. Well, man... I mean... Facebook's been around for a little while. MySpace was around. I remember the the 2012 election between Romney and Obama being this crazy on Twitter... Facebook. Sure. I don't remember sure. being like so widespread. It really feels like it was 2016. Yeah, sure. That, this was a social media election. Yeah. This was the one that was pushed heavily on not only social media, but TV broadcasting. Um, not so much on the radio. We didn't hear a lot of political ads on the radio because no. I feel like people are moving away from the radio in yeah. general. Yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of people are, are listening to um, you know podcasts and people are actually listening to what they see on Facebook videos and, and stuff like that, and they're listening to it's people complain yeah. about one way or the other. Yep. And when you have a company with a political bias in it, like Facebook, it's proven, like Facebook, um, with a with a left-leaning political bias, it's, it's a tough line. Which one do you want? Do you want them to not censor anybody so that anybody can say anything? But I want to give the power to the business owner... I want to give the power to the company and say, listen, you should be able to control who says one on your website. After all, it is your reputation on the line, and you do run uh, what's going on. So, I mean, that's one of the things you got to keep in mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, another side note, too. I'm happy Mark Zuckerberg lost $23 billion. Honestly, he probably doesn't even care because he has, like, a crazy amount of money. Yeah. I'm still happy he lost it, though. $23 billion? $23 billion with a B. I wonder what his... Uh, his, I wonder what his Forbes is. I have no idea. Let me look that up real quick. I know he lost a lot of money, though, which was crazy. But, you know, censorship in general just kind of irks me. But you brought up some very solid points on that. Uh, you know, I'll bring up some stuff from TV, too. It's just, like I said in the beginning, it's kind of silly when you see, you know, uh, you can't you can't cuss on television. So when you're watching a movie or something like that, I was watching Liar Liar the other day on TV, and the scene where he's beating himself up in the bathroom, and the guy's like, what the hell are you doing? They censor it on TV, so he's like, I'm kicking my butt, do you mind? He's supposed to say, I'm kicking my ass, but they censor the word ass for butt, come on. 
It's 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 extreme on that. That one just bothers me. That one just really bothers. Well, me. Well, now here's the thing. In the movies, when you want to bring your kid to see a movie that shouldn't necessarily be rated R, right? And it could you get mean a go go to the movie theater. Sure. They won't censor it in the movie theater. They'll play the actual thing. It's when it's on TVs when they censor it. This well, is the reason we have a rating system. Well, hold on. Right, right. So, but ratings are censorship. Yes. So it's it's almost like a parental control. So if your kid's 12 years old, you can have them watch PG-13 and below. Yeah. Your, yeah, kid, be, yes. your kid becomes 14, 15, 16. Technically, they're TVMA. No, I think TVMA is up to 17, isn't it? 17? I think so. It's and like then with rated R, it's 18. R. Yeah. Well, rated R is 18, right? Yeah. So let's use that. So if I'm 15 years old, I can't get into a rated R movie. Yep. You could argue that censorship. Because you're censoring what somebody of it, and it's age discrimination. Age discrimination is a huge, that's an actual thing. Now, I agree with it though, because I agree that at such a young age, at seven years old, you shouldn't be a child that can walk into a movie like, let's say, Lone Survivor and see grown men get shot and killed. Sure. Because that that could put something into your head. Well, I mean, you're such a, yeah, you're a child, so you're obviously very influential. Now, you can't argue the fact that that's a parent's job either. You can't say, well, the parent should make sure that he can't see that. Because then, if that was the case, nobody would make children's movies. No, why would you? Cash grab. Of course they would. But or they wouldn't, grab. though. I still think they would for money purposes, but... Because then when they get on TV... if it, let's, say, let's say on TV you could say whatever you wanted. On any channel. Yes. Okay. No, there would be a huge decline of what people could, couldn't watch from parental controls. I feel like what kids see nowadays on TV, it would go down. It would, they would push kids further down into the Nickelodeon, into the Disney Channel, all the way up until the age of 18. Because people wouldn't want to see, they wouldn't want their kids to be seeing people getting blown up, people committing um, suicide, uh, murders and, and homicides and sure. drugs. And, Nudity. You know what murders, I mean? So yeah. that's, a good, that's a good topic. Just to segue, Mark Zuckerberg's Net worth as of July, the end of July, which is today, today. 2018, is $67.1 billion. You think he cares about $23 billion? He's a prick anyway. Not a chance. Not a fan of Mark Zuckerberg. And I hope he runs in 2020. I hope he decides to run in 2020 or 2024. Because I guarantee you, he'll get his ass whooped. Stamping it right now. Stamping it right now. 2018. He ever runs for president, he get his ass whooped. The dude's a Martian. He would never He would never run, I don't believe. I, I think he would run. I think he's dumb enough to run. When do you think uh, Mark Zuckerberg created Facebook? Uh, I saw the social network. Wasn't it like 06? 2004. Damn, I was off by two years. Something like that. The social network's a good movie. Have you ever seen that? No. It's a good movie got uh, Justin Timberlake in it. Pretty sure he's in it. Anyway. Back uh, back on the topic at hand, censorship. I think you brought up some good points on that as well. You know, yeah, if you don't censor TV, kids might be all over the place, sure. You know. I, I don't disagree with you. What do you think about video games? Video games and music was the other one I was about to go on. Uh, they they have you ever see like uh, 
CDs aren't really a thing anymore. You buy all your music on iTunes or uh, what is the other one? Uh, Spotify, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon like Music. Yep. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. But you used to see on CDs like the parental advisory sticker. Yep. And stuff like that. I don't have an issue putting parental advisory on things, uh, but I have an issue that you can't buy this. You can't buy this. You're too young. You're too young to listen to it. I don't know. I don't think you should have that. But that's just my two cents. I mean, when I was younger, I would watch South Park on TV. I would listen to Eminem. And he had some very questionable lyrics back in the early to late 90s, early 2000s and stuff like that. Sure. So, and I, I think I turned out fine. Viewers, would you want your five-year-old daughter listening to NWA and then reciting those words back to you? Would you? I mean... You would say no. I wouldn't want her reciting it back to me. I think that I would be... Would I you want her to talk to her friends like that? No. No. So... It's it's one of those things what's where... What's the point of parent, listening to the music? It, well, it's one of those things as a parent where I was allowed to watch rated R movies. I was allowed to listen to bad music. I was allowed to play mature video games at a young age, but I was told this is fictional, right? This is fictitious. It's not real. You have to be able to... You can't go to school the next day and reenact this, right? This is something that you cannot do. So you have to teach them at a young age that this is just fictitious, right? It's just fun play. They're, they're, or they're artists making music. That doesn't mean you can't do it, but you can't go around to other people because other people may not like this type of thing. Is not censoring your own child? It's not censoring your own child as much as teaching it the difference between right and wrong at that point. If I'm watching a but movie... why keep it right at that point? Why not just keep it right? What do you so mean? So here's my, here's my approach on this. If I was a father... And I don't have kids. I don't have kids either, and that's that's what makes it very difficult to answer these questions. Here is what I'm proposing to you, is that if you have a five-year-old son and a five-year-old daughter, and you had them listen to NWA, and you heard that you had them listen to all the bad words and all the uh, situationally based things that they break, bring up uh, regarding um, drugs, guns, uh, sure. all sorts sure. of stuff, right? Yep. Now that they have that in their head, let's say they listen to the album every day for a month, uh, just as an example here. Okay. And now they have a pretty good idea of what the songs are about. Okay, yep. they can recite the songs back to you now. How are you going to teach them, listen, what they're rapping about isn't real, but it is. So effectively, you're lying. For me, it's easy, but I'm a very left-brained person in the sense that I can distinguish that that's art. That's their art form, right? That, yeah, sure, they might have violence in the streets or something like that. You, you mentioned. But I believe that it's real, though. It is real, but it's their art. They're, they're doing it through art. And so for me, at at least a young age, I remember being very obvious, like, this is just something. But you can understand music. how art can be harmful. So if my art was I painted crosses on everybody's door. Okay. And I lit them on fire. Okay. Wouldn't that be a harmful art? That is a harmful art. So what's the difference if I promote shooting people in the street because somebody took my girl? You know, so I, isn't that, I can't answer isn't that. that isn't that the same thing as teaching them right from wrong? Why wouldn't you just teach them, hey, listen, when you're older, you can listen to these words and you can differentiate between right and wrong for yourself. But for right now, I'm going to have you listen to this because this is promoting good things. They're talking about good things in these songs. Let's Did you ha have them listen to like Raffi? Like Raffi, uh, like Banana Phone? Uh, Toto? Toto by Africa? Oh, yeah. I mean, 
Look, it, you would have them listen to something like um, Sesame Street. Well, I mean, obviously, age depending. It depends on what they're sure at what sure. mental capacity they're at. I I just I don't know. I I just I can't maybe speak from when I was like before the age of five years old. But again, I remember seeing these things very young and knowing that this this was just you know. I remember, but hold think, on, right? This is just television, or this is just mu- someone's art music and stuff like that. It's not like something I'm gonna go do. But, but not everyone's like that, people. though. I would say I the majority that. of people are not like that. Well, I mean, I think it's easy to show people not to idolize them or, you know, tell well, them well, what how they're are doing you, How wrong. can you not idolize them? You're giving them the music. You're saying, listen to this, just don't do anything. Well, don't do what they're doing, but you can still enjoy it. How? I, mean, I don't know how. Because lyrically, sure. if you dissect the lyrics, what they're doing is committing acts of violence. Now, I'm not saying that for just rap music, and I'm not specifically talking about NWA I'm talking about you know it could be country music it could be no, rock and roll as an example it could be yeah. it could be certain acts of of, of violence within songs yeah. you know um, it could be uh, sexual um, references in a song sure you can't introduce it and say hey listen you can listen to whatever you want just don't do any of it yeah because then that's not teaching them right from wrong they won't know what is right and what is wrong they won't know what morally is right for themselves interesting if you show them the good first and you say listen out there is a world full of bad yeah introduce yourself to it go slow yeah and let them do it that's different right so i wouldn't want my six-year-old daughter listening to nwa well you know what's so crazy too is that again i'll throw it back to it's like a parent's responsibility to keep their children away from certain things but it's, sure. it's damn near impossible with the internet, right? Right. So, if you did, when when you have children, what age would you give them the internet? What what age would you introduce them to the internet? Not until they're mature enough. And what I mean by that is, I think that every child is different. Yeah. Okay. I would never ever give anyone under the age of ten the internet. There's no under point. Under ten. Under ten. There's no point. What do you need in your life on the internet when you're below ten years old? You need to be outside playing creating relationships with people learning what good and bad is sure learning math learning how to basic function within an yeah, educational doing stuff system that you find in school and stuff like that sure yeah. yeah you need to learn basics you know i don't think i don't think i really was on the internet until maybe 12 13 14 it wasn't as readily accessible for us though sure right like you have to go home and sit on the desktop computer or sit on yeah. you know a laptop maybe or sit at uh school and play some online games or something like that yeah um nowadays with it on being on phones still people make the argument i wouldn't give my son or daughter a phone until they're 12 or 13 years old middle yeah. school eighth grade you know uh, baseball well, softball well, that's basketball the thing practice is that you know they could be even at the age of 12 you give them a phone then they're accessible to everything sure sure that's now that's why so it's just interesting that it's hard to... I liked what you said when you feel like they're ready. Because everyone is different. I absolutely agree with you 100% on that. It's just hard to know when someone is ready for it. So that's just really interesting. Because, again, as soon as they have access to this stuff, they will go out and they will listen to and hear and see all these different types of things. Right. And that's just impossible to censor. Correct. It's just impossible to censor it. Correct. Point. You can try your best, but you will not be able to no. uh, hone it down, I guess. All right, we're 30 minutes in. Is there anything else you wanted to kind of go in on? I mean, this was a pretty... This was this was quick, in my opinion. Yeah. It honestly only felt like we were here for 10 minutes, so I could probably keep going. I just don't have anything else I'm off the top of my head. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think, you know, a major thing that I like to talk about is censorship of... 
government information from the United States citizens. Uh, I think that okay. the President of the United States censors information to protect United States citizens. And I agree with that. I agree with the President and the Type executive branch in particular. Classified information? Classified information yep. should only be in the hands of uh, authorized individuals. See, this is what's interesting, too, is that there are certain classified documents. Here's where we'll tie it in with Alex Jones going on some conspiracy theories here, right? Like uh, uh, the Kennedy assassination was an inside job. LBJ wanted Kennedy dead so he could become president. I don't think that that's actually true. But if it were true and there is a classified document of it, I don't think you should hide that from the people. I don't think you should censor that from the people. But then at the same point, if you don't censor it and you let it out, trust in the government would just completely dissipate. It wouldn't exist. Sure, of course. So, I mean, that's just one of those crazy, like, conspiracy theories where, I, I don't know, there's certain classified information. If there's alien life, you probably shouldn't release that. But if, you know, 9-11 was an inside job, you should probably... Yeah, no news is good know. news. No news is good news? The less news you send out, the happier people are. Because it keeps people ignorant. <laughs> it keeps people ignorant. It keeps yeah. people from thinking about the bad. You present bad documents with bad people it thinks that worst, people right? think that they are good. They're going to ruin trust. When you don't have trust in the government, you're effectively creating, I mean, you could say uh, an overthrow, right? You could say yeah, a it would collapse. political society, unrest. Society would collapse a, at that point. Yeah. yeah. Society would become restless and, and, and people would want answers. They would want people to, to um, I was going to say the word hang, but people, they would want people to um, answer for answer what for these it, yeah. documents say. The there's no good point, person yeah. besides the President of the United States. Yeah. That's who everything would crumble, would crumble down on. Crumble down on, yeah. Right. So, I mean, there's not one type of classified information. Like, say... Say the Kennedy assassination was an inside job. LBJ was like, we, we need to kill JFK so I can End become them. president, right? Yep. You don't think that that should be released? No, I think that that should be a document that's shredded, and it should die with whoever knows it. <laughs> I'm serious, because what's the point now? Everyone that was in the... Every, almost everybody, and I say almost everybody. <clears throat> no, there's still people that were around, right? So, that, around that era. Right, yeah. but I would say the majority, probably some crazy astronomical number, like 70% of the people that are in government now were not part of what went on between those two. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the few people that do know that, sure, they are critical people. They have valuable information. Yeah. But if they know that if they expose that information and it's not authorized, they know that that's treasonous. Yeah. So which it, it's kind of which one do you want to go? Do you want to self-sabotage to release the truth? Here's, here's something that's interesting, too, because you just kind of brought up treasonous stuff like that. If you're like a whistleblower who has, like, classified information, censoring classified information, like, what's his name? Uh, Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden, What right? do you mean censoring classified information? Well, classified information is how we were tying it in with censorship, is that it's not being told to the public as in it's just kind of... I think that there's a difference between censorship and classified information. I think classified information is to protect the government and the country. At least right. that's what it should be used well, for. I'm just kind of tying it in as in the sense that you're not telling someone something. Or you're blocking blocking the uh, flow of communication. Sure. Uh, but back on, back on uh, Snowden, what he did, he had... Um, I don't actually know all the stuff that he did. I know the big one was that 
he kind of threw out there that the government was listening and spying on you through your phones and stuff like that. Sure, he, he let us know Act. how bad the Patriot Act really was. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily hate the Patriot Act. Because if you think about the time and the era of that, 2001, 2002, whenever it was signed by George W. Shout out George W. Love Bush. Um, but he uh, he signed it. You got to figure the era that that was around, the time that that was around, was a very serious moment. Where I it's think like it's still serious to this day. So you, I think it's even more serious. I I totally do not agree with the Patriot Act. I think but you I, understand I, why he would have to sign it, right? A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people hate it. But I don't I think sympathize I, I don't with him on, sure. on why he had to sign it. Sure, why he I agree. Why if he didn't thing. sign it, it would have been seen as inaction. It's not even in. Maybe inaction is the right word. Now that I think about it, that's the right word because you've got a responsibility as the president to protect the people. Right. And I don't think that they're going to care about your 14, 15 minute conversation with Karen across the street about getting coffee tomorrow. They're looking for terrorists and stuff like that. All right. right. They're looking for bad people who are going to do some bad things. They're looking for some bad hombres. All right. And so again, like I sympathize with him, man. That was. It's unconstitutional. I agree 100%. It's unconstitutional, and it's terrible, but at the same time, I sympathize with him. I kind of agree on signing it. Right. I mean, here's the thing with that, too, is uh, Second Amendment, right to bear arms. Yep. You can overthrow the government as long as the government is tre- is uh, tyrannical and yep. a dictatorship Yep. and becomes hostile um, and violates the Constitution. You can overthrow the government. You have the constitutional right. Okay? Talking about that publicly. Government law says you cannot censor me. If my whole talk is about overthrowing the government, I am protected by not only the First Amendment. Free speech, yeah. Not only the Second Amendment, but by government laws that have also been put in after the Constitution was set in place. Yep. All right? So, here's the thing. Social media can censor you. You can be kicked off of Facebook. You can be kicked off of Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Sure. By talking, I want to throw over the government. Everyone that wants to throw over the government, come with me. Now, here's where you can't be thrown off is with your voice. Now, somebody could come up to you and punch you square in the mouth. Sure. But that somebody will not be a political official. That somebody will not be anyone part of the United States military. That yeah. somebody will not be the police. Okay. Okay. That It might be a private citizen, which technically... They don't. Sure, they don't have a right to put their hands on you, but they don't have the right to stop you from saying what you're saying. You know, they can't lock you up. They can't make a citizen's arrest on another citizen. You can't do that. There's no. You're covered by law. You're yep. federally covered by a federal law. Yep. Okay. But social media and the internet can indeed throw you off, which I agree with. Believe it or not. Yeah. I agree with the fact that the Patriot Act's in place. Yeah. And. It sucks because if I wanted to create an uprising, if I wanted to create a militia yep. that wanted to, that was meant to overthrow the government of the United States and take back the Constitution of the United States and reestablish a new government in the, in America, I would never do it over social media. I would never do it over a telephone. I would never do it through the United States Postal Service, which, by the way, is a federal service. Yeah, I would never do it through any form of communication that is censored at all because that's in my opinion, America's big downfall is is federally, I can say whatever I want to say. You can't lock me up for it. Yep. Okay. 
but on social media platforms they can. Is that what you're Sure, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That it, it's bad. So yeah. if you have a phone in the room and you're trying to talk about an overthrow of the government, that's gonna hurt you. Yep. So if you have a laptop, your laptop has speakers and not only speakers but cameras. Yep. You're that's gonna hurt you. Yep. That's criminal. Yep. Right? So that's a problem, and I'm just giving a shout out to any any of you guys trying to overthrow the government. You might want to do it in private. Uh, just <laughs> a heads up. Don't use credit cards. Don't use your car because it's got GPS in it. Don't use your cell phones, your Apple watches, your smart anything. Got to go off the grid. You know that's that's a topic of its own too. Could you imagine how difficult it is to go off the grid? It's not that difficult to actually go off the grid. I think it's more of a mental game. You need well, to be able to throw yourself. You got to throw yourself back from in your like phone. 1960, right? I don't think it's that hard, though. You can't use your debit card. You can't use your credit card. You can't use checks. You can only really use cash, and even cash can be traceable. So it's very difficult. Uh, well, I think that I think that. So listen. So I think that there's two things. It, when you say off the grid, mm-hmm. no company that you fill out a W two for is going to pay you in cash. Right, you're gonna get a check. No, you will always have a check or something like right. that. Right. So yeah. in 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 essence, you're gonna need a bank account. You'd have to have a bank account and then withdraw all the cash every single time. Or if you had a savings account and you accrued thousands of dollars, but I mean, how long is that gonna last? Well, so you, listen. Right? So here's here's the thing: is is you technically when I think of off the grid, mm-hmm. when you say the word off, the, when you say the phrase off the grid, yeah. I don't think of you even having a job. To me, if you live off the grid, no, you I live you live somewhere yep. in a state where you don't pay any taxes, you don't make any income. You don't exist. You don't exist. Exactly. You use your own resources to survive. Yep. That's off the grid for me. You don't have a tie to the outside world. You might know people. You might talk to people. Sure. You know, maybe you have an iPod with Tom Petty's classics on it Tom. that you listen to that yeah. you charge in through your solar power radio charger thing. Uh, but that's off the grid for me, right? You're yep. not connected to anything. Yep. Um, I think that the best way people can unwind and kind of get away from the stress and the constant um, overbearing of, of here's how you're supposed to feel about me. Here's how you're supposed to feel about this person. Here's how you're supposed to feel about that person, which really toys with people's mental health. Yeah. Um, I think that the best way for you to do that is do the following steps. Put away your cell phone. Your cell phone's only used for calling and texting. Yeah. Your social media? Social media, yeah. I think social yeah. media is a great tool. I think I think that you yeah. can reach out and talk. It is a great tool, to but family it's also members. a terrible tool. But yeah. Right, but if you use it for the right reason. So yep. what I'm trying to say is maybe limit it to, I don't know, maybe start out by half an hour a day, all social media. You check your messages on social media. You check your notifications. Nothing comes up. You don't have any pictures to post. You're done. Yep. Don't go scrolling through other people's feeds. Don't go scrolling through memes on Twitter. But the memes, but the memes. Sure. Yeah. No, I agree. We we came up in that generation. But <laughs> here's the thing: is like you want to really unwind. You really want to what they call disconnect. You want to unplug. Yeah. Is a big phrase that people talk about yep. from today's world. Josh, you you take your laptop and you disable Wi-Fi from it. You get off the internet. You get off of social media. You put yep. down the phone. You might use your phone for calling. That's it. You don't need a phone otherwise besides calling and maybe a text here and there. So start with that. Yeah. After that, turn off your TVs at home. Oh, geez. You're going really, you're going way far I'm back. I'm saying here, Caveman I'm totally times. telling you, man. Here's how you get back with real life society. Yeah. Here's how you actually feel feelings. Here's how you actually connect with people. You put down all electronics first. Yep. 
you have a watch. You have a, a watch without a digital display. You, you know, there's an this Apple weird thing. Watch. You just got a regular watch with well, the analog. I don't know if anyone ever knows, but here's here, there's a thing with you know a watch can have two little dial two little hands on it. The yeah. shorter one tells the hour, and the longer one tells the minute. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's ever seen anything <laughs> like that, but here's the thing. They get Start rid with of those that. in school so kids can't read them. Yeah, well, come on, it's some dumb crap. It's yeah. not hard. My grandmother the other day, she was trying to look at the little digital display on a little weather clock so she knows what time it is she's in a nursing home yeah and she was like i can't see this i need my watch her watch is physically smaller than the display <laughs> but she can read the time better because it has hands yep i was blown away yep after you used to right yeah. right yeah it's yeah. it's just a society it's it's how life was back in the day right it's so funny we're getting so advanced and so smart they're teaching kids coding in school now i can't code coding is very hard i i code in on myspace I didn't oh, think yeah, I got I my bio oh, to be so awesome. <laughs> oh, God. That's that's old. I used to do that, too. But they're teaching kids how to code and stuff like that. So that's, like, really advanced stuff. A lot of people, you know, right. I can't code. I can't code. Right. I'm an engineer, but I'm a hardware engineer. I don't code. Uh, Coding's not that hard. It's it's not. Depending it's on what not, you're coding. It's not easy, though. Sure. what I'm saying. Sure. I agree. But then at the same point, they can't read one of those clocks. Right. We're getting so far and advanced and so smart, yet we're so stupid at the same time. Right. It's a big, far, far segue from where we were originally with uh, censorship, but, you know, we're on tangents. Maybe that's what this will be. We'll just go off on tangents every now and then. Right. I I, I find it hard to get off of uh, anything. Unless I'm on vacation, uh physically like somewhere with a bunch of people where I wouldn't need my phone or need television because I'm always out doing activities or whatever I find it very hard to disconnect I kind of want to I kind of want to do a, a, a test on myself I want to go uh, you know maybe we'll start with three days yep. no social media no internet searching uh, on, uh, the only time I would search the internet is for my work because unfortunately with my with my job that I currently have I do need the internet in order it, yep. to research things um but with that, I would leave it at that. No social media, just delete it as yeah, an man. app. Take them out, take the apps off your phone, no Snapchat, yep. social media, anything like that. So I guarantee you everyone's anxiety levels would go way the fuck down. Absolutely. You want to know how you cure your anxiety? You get off your fucking phone and you get off your social media and you don't worry about what Susie Q's thinking about you. Exactly. That's how you fix it. Yep, I agree. Ugh, I mean, that's another topic for another day, too. Everybody's know, got, should, everybody's got anxiety. Soon. We should do social media. Social we should talk media about social media soon. Yep, and it's mental health effects that I agree. people people screen have. Screen time, how, screen, how looking at just like how a regular screen. How messing with your sleep, too. Yep, I agree. They say never look at your phone before you go to bed. I'm always on my phone before I go to bed. Yeah, I am, too. And I get I crap too. sleep. That's yep. probably why. First thing you do when you wake up, you check your phone. Yep. It's a bad habit, man. Yep. I do it, too. And then it's funny because, like, that's me. First thing I check is my phone because my alarm is my phone. So right. i got to turn the alarm off, and I wake up at 8.20. And I'm not out of bed until, like, 8.30, 8.40, because I'm man. on my phone I'm doing jealous. a bunch of stuff. I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, you know, see, they, they used to have these things called, uh, you know, there were these little clocks, and they had little bells on the side. And then when Ooh, okay. when the timer was set off, it would ring. You had to twist the knob on It was the like an alarm. Go. So yeah. it was like a clock alarm clock alarm huh yeah yeah they sold them in stores um radio shacks ra ra radio shacks <laughs> yeah. radio shacks yeah radio circuit shacks. cities Ooh, wow that's going back there i i loved circuit city i was more of a circuit city than a best buy fan best always buy best survived buy. Best yeah you buy. were always best buy yeah those blue shirts man i've always wanted one fucking actually fucking i want one of those yellow ones 
Oh, the security, security. ones? Security. Security jackets. Security. They'll chase you to the curb. Stealing an iPhone. Jeez. He's got a 72-inch plasma screen TV. He ain't getting anywhere. Get that poop tube out of here. That's another thing, too. Freaking, I don't know. It's crazy stuff. It's some crazy stuff. Uh, from censorship to social media, we jumped all over the place today. We're timing it off close to 50 minutes. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Cap today. Uh, and yeah, we'll probably see you in the next one. Anything else you wanted to add? No, man, I'm all set. Nah, I think uh, I think the next topic we might talk about. We're gonna stray a little bit from the the topic base, and I kind of want to talk about something a little bit more specific about possibly what's going on with Trump and with Russia. Oh, okay. I want to get deep into that. You want to you talk about some fake news? I'm talking about... Well, I want to talk about the real news. I want to <laughs> talk about what really is going on. What's really going on? There's nothing. There's no collusion. Really? Give a little taste. Nah, I don't... Zero even collusion? Even if there is... Even if there is... I don't give a shit. All right? He's doing good for the... I don't care about his foreign affairs. I care about what he's doing in this country. Yeah, but his foreign affairs could ruin this country. Now I'm a Trump supporter. Trump trained... But All right, we're going to put a pin in that, and that'll be next week's topic. All then. right, sir. Trump and Russia. Sounds good to me. Again, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Cap today. Let us know what you think, and we'll see you in the next one. Thank you, everyone.